Why, hello there, intrepid listener of Kingdom Hearts by Heart. It is it is present Marshall talking to you before past Marshall, as well as Kevin come onto the air. But we got a recent announcement and news that I wanted to share with you all. So I'll be posting on social media and also we'll be throwing this, obviously, audio insert before the episode proper. But we have been selected to host our very own panel at PAX East 2024. Uh, for those of you who don't know about PAX... Uh, there are multiple conventions around the U.S. and also outside the U.S., but yep, uh, PAX East is in Boston, and this year it will take place March 21st through 24th, and we were hosting our very own panel on the Sunday, so the 24th, but yeah, we are super thrilled, super anxious <laughs> about everything. I've been going to PAX for like well over a decade at this point, so it, you know, it's, it's truly an honor. But yeah, we'll be releasing more details as we get closer to the end of February, beginning of March, just keep you guys in the know. But for now, it's going to be on the Sunday, and again, we'll release more details later on. But yeah, there will be info and other things in the show description notes. You'll find a link to the website where you can buy tickets. There are pack sales, day passes, and four-day passes, and they are currently all still available to buy as of this recording and when this goes up on uh, February 2nd. So yeah, we would love to see your beautiful faces. You will unfortunately see our faces as well. But yeah, other than that, I will hand it off to the recording, let it do its thing. And as always, thank you very, very much for listening to Kingdom Hearts Battles. And you'll hear from me very, very soon. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kingdom Hearts by Heart, episode uh, 89. We are in the datascape, everybody. We've got our Norn VPN. <laughs> We've got our, our Discord Nitro. Um, Mickey's got his... Uh, his Doritos and his his keg of Mountain Dew oh next to his little little writing desk. Um, it's it's great. We're having a great time today. We are diving back into an old one, but a good one. Good old Traverse Town, where memories are made and vibes are cozy. <laughs> Or are they? Mm. Maybe something's wrong. Oh no! We'll find out all that and more in today's installment. I am your, um, <clears throat> your, um, <laughs> I'm your. You can do this. You can do this. You got this. Uh, odd, bouncy block physics, Kevin. Uh, joined by my, um. My my flat Stanley Marshall. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I before we go any further, you understand the flat Stanley reference. You just made oh. a flat Stanley reference. A another reference. I I have made so many flat Stanley references. Just literally, just like flat like Stanley, like repeated around my partner every time. She looks at me like I have seventeen heads. And I showed her the cover it's, it's of Flat Stanley. I'm a like, veritable this, institution. Yes, I was like, this this exists. This is this was like one of the many like Scholastic Book Fair series I would devour as a kid. And yep. She's like, never seen that man before in my life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, her loss. Exactly. It is odd because there are seemingly 
many iterations. There's there's a whole flat Stanley verse. Yes. This is from a quick ancillary Google image search. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> first one that popped up was, uh, it's, it's a different cover. I'm not sure if it's the start of like when they changed art styles or whatever, but it was similar to the very first book, but like a different art style and slightly different scene. But I was like, oh, wait, this mm. is not this is not the Stanley of my childhood. Yeah, no, it, it started going downhill, you know, post Gen 3 and onward. How dare they? Um, I'm seeing a um, a flat Stanley, Stanley from the office figure, which is <laughs> kind of funny. I don't know if that's what they were going for. But it's like from it's officially licensed from the NBC store. Oh so. wow! Curious. It's like a little tabletop standee that you just you just put on your desk, I guess. He's um, a cultural icon. But... Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for the Flat Stanley cast yeah. for today's episode. <laughs> for now, we're getting flat in a whole other way, baby. So, let's dive on in, shall we? So, one thing that I praised the game for last episode is it just kind of throws you in, and that remains true uh, for this next segment, where, yeah, you're just just tossed into Travis Town. Um, So, there's no... I mean, I guess, you know, all the quote-unquote spinoffs have this but they're like there's no gummy ship it's not like there's not even a world map really it's just you're in the new world yep um which kind of kind of throws me off but <laughs> i guess I, like, I am curious how we actually revisit worlds because they haven't really explained that like hmm curious i don't honestly um, remember because I, I was also thinking this after fit, wrapping up traverse town because there's some things I want to go yeah. back and revisit. There, like every cage game, there are certain platforming things you can only do right now. But I didn't. I had the same yeah, thought of yeah. like I've seen a few of those. And I'm like, hmm. yeah. I was like, crap. Do we have the ability to come back? And especially, uh, we. I mean, we did the dark side boss fight last time. Each boss is like a scoring system. Mm-hmm. So I was like, crap. I forget how to go back and if they're replayable. And I guess we'll find out as we play along. We sure will. Yeah, because the um, the um, the glitch rooms, whatever their official name is, you can go back and do those again. Yes, so, the system sectors. Yeah, yeah. Surely you can revisit worlds, and I think I've seen well scouring the OST a world map theme, so that'll come up at some point, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, but for now, we're in good old Trapper's Town. Woo! Man. We're thrown immediately into the frying pan with good old Sid, um, who kind of just gives us his whole spiel. Look, kid, the world's in trouble. I don't know you, but you got a spiky haircut and a giant key, so it seems like you can help. It's good enough for me. Um, Pretty much. (laughs) And, yeah, basically the name of the game is the Duck Brothers... I've gone missing. Oh no! So we gotta go find him, and yeah, it's kind of weird how Sid is like so concerned for the well-being of the triplets. 
I don't even remember how it comes up exactly, but he's basically just like, you gotta go find my boys, please. <laughs> I take care of them. That's basically it. Yeah, like, literally, as you said, you jump into Traverse Town, you meet Sid, and then he's like, I haven't seen the triplets in a while. And then you go off, and that's that's basically most of the world is tracking down the triplets. Uh, but yeah, yeah, very no-nonsense, let's go type of uh, mindset so far. Yeah, and as we've remarked on in um, previous seasons, um, this is the first time anyone actually really acknowledges their existence. Yes. Which is weird. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so plot critical to this whole world. Yeah, it's Whereas, funny. Like, you could literally just never interact with them in the previous games. <laughs> yeah, because they're in one and two. Yeah, they in one, they run the accessory shop. In two, they run... Or I guess the weapon shop, and then and then also they do the excess the, the three little shops in Hollow Bastion and two yeah yeah and yeah don't have any that major... you never need to go to because the Mughal shops a thing yeah ex- exactly R I P ugh but yeah it's uh, <laughs> they're they're here now I'm sure Donald and Scrooge mentioned oh, it at least once they, in dialogue but they this sure is sure <laughs> are in the most pivotal Kingdom Hearts title to date. Yeah. Um, so we have our, our heading. Um, but real quick, one thing I want to mention, which I sort of alluded to last episode, um, is during this little, you know, intro dialogue bit, um, I didn't note it. I didn't write down the exact word because um, I'm good at my job. Uh, but <laughs> Sid says something in Spanish. <laughs> oh. And it, it, it weirds me out. It's like, he like says like gracias or like, it might be like a number, like maybe trace, trace or, or ocho or something like a really basic Spanish word that everyone knows. But still, I'm just like, what? (laughs) Again, this implies that, (laughs) you know, Spanish is a language in this, not just this world, well, in this universe, but also in this particular world. But, I mean, I guess, you know, then the question is, English is also a language that is universal across all worlds. <laughs> yeah. So, just one of those other weird logistical real-world things where it's like, what are the implications of this? Yeah. Hmm. It's your... Uh... Coco World win. <laughs> <laughs> There's confirmation, everyone. Exactly. I'd be I'd be curious to go back to see what it is, but also uh, if any other localization does the same thing. Now kind of oh, also yeah, tickles the question. back of my brain. Kingdom Hearts. Let me see if I can find them. Sometimes you can find like video game transcripts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes, you can. Okay, oh. okay. I have another note. Just kind of skimming through this. Um, Sid. Don't suppose you ran into the triplets on your way here. He just run, jumps right into it, doesn't he? Yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, okay. He says, there's three of them. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Yeah, that makes me curious. Yeah, like, what is that in Japanese? Um, very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then another... Note I have, just skimming through this, is apparently Sora's catchphrase of this game, or at least this world, is sheesh. (laughs) (laughs) And it started really grating on me 
by the end. <laughs> I don't think I noticed. Wow. Maybe it wasn't sheesh, because it's strange. I'm control finding. And there's only one resolve, which I know is wrong, because it doesn't even happen until Wonderland, and it definitely happened in Traverse Town mm. in the game proper. He just, in general, has this like weird kind of over attitude where he's just like oh brother man not again you gotta be kidding me Ugh. i've seen this world three times my dreams they're haunted yeah. by it <laughs> yeah i mean pretty much he's yeah he's he's just going through the motions at this point because yeah every time a heartless shows up he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's super funny because you pointed it out last episode it's very obvious this episode this is the most like straightforward, competent version of Sora we've seen yep. thus far. So uh, towards the end, there's a part where it deals with the keyholes, basically. And Sora's kind of very... He's like... he's <sighs> Regular Sora sometimes just forgets stuff. It's just his character traits. Yep. Whereas Data Sora is like, I know exactly what the hell's going to happen. I don't like it, but yeah, I gotta do it. You know, he's got some yeah. recollection. Which is uh, just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, a bit jarring to be honest. Um, oh my gosh, hold on, this is really funny. In my my Google search for Kingdom Hearts recoded transcript, mm-hmm. one of the results is Kingdom Hearts recoded <laughs> parentheses lunatic stories. Last edited by Sonic 876 2.0 <laughs> okay. five years ago. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> but this is the story of how Tweety's journey <laughs> have a mysterious message. So Bugs and his friends will have to find out why. But then Bugs have covered everything in the journal. So they created Data Ace to help them fix the journal. None discovered. So basically, we have a. <laughs> We have a Kingdom Hearts slash Lunatics Unleashed slash wow. Looney Tunes as a whole uh, crossover fan fiction. So I'm going to bookmark this so we can have a uh, dramatic reading maybe at the end of the season. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little taste. Wow. <clears throat> that's that's hilarious. and I love every bit of it. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it's kind of crouching on my territory because I had an idea of a similar <laughs> crossover where it's, it's Kingdom Hearts, but it's with Looney Tunes characters instead of Disney. Mm-hmm. So I might have to destroy all copies of this on the internet. But, okay, so it starts with uh, Bugs. A strange message. Tweety. Yes. I, oh, I can't, I can't really do Tweety. Uh, I don't think I wrote this. And you know... <laughs> I'm just going to say it normal because this is embarrassing. And you know, I never let the journal out of my sight for this. And I don't know when anybody would have had a chance to. So Tweety is is in the role of Jiminy. Jiminy yeah. Bugs is Mickey, clearly. Their hurting will be mended. Jeez, Tweety, it sounds like somebody <laughs> need help and doesn't know what to do. Let's get this over with. <sighs> All right, but how? All the other pages are completely blank. Oh my God. I know the words you wrote are gone, but that doesn't mean the journal's empty. Blah blah blah. Then Daffy's Donald. Do you know what Mac and Tosh are doing? Wily, Coyote. I'm guessing, and he can speak, which is bizarre. Don't know, and I have no clue. Mac, Mac, 
I, I don't know who that, who could that be? Bugs Bunny. Everything is ready. Oh, Macintosh must be, um, Chip and Dale. Are these some, like, really obscure Looney Tunes characters? Is it Macintosh just like Apple, or is it Mac and Tosh? Oh my gosh. It's, it, yeah, it's Mac space Tosh. Yeah, two characters, but clearly a pun on Macintosh. Mm. And yeah, it's those, it's those weird little gophers. They, it thought, is. they thought of everything. It is the weird little gophers. Oh my gosh. The go- the goofy gophers are their canon name. Oh, this is too good. And then, yeah, their, their Sora insert, strangely enough, is Ace, who's the, uh, you know, the weird, edgy superhero Bugs Bunny from the Lunatics cartoon so it's a different version of bugs you'd think it would just be an oc maybe it is an OC. well no because they say lunatics all right you know we're, we're gonna have to table this and, <laughs> and put this under a microscope at a later time um uh, you, you reminded me that uh i just because i've <laughs> obviously i've not seen lunatics this went off the air also anybody who's not familiar this is like a 2000s kids wb show that was, mm-hmm. it's basically Justice League 3000, but what if it was the Looney Tunes? Like, they're yeah. edgy, dis- like, centuries, descendants of the original Looney Tunes. It's, it's, yep. it's, I haven't seen it since it was off the air, so we were it's probably, like, kids and teenagers. I would be interested in revisiting it. It definitely, just from face value, I think it's just a product of its time, but, uh... Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> um, I've watched some, like, random YouTube videos about it, because everyone hates it. Um, so just <laughs> one of those, like, lunatics unleashed, unfairly maligned, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't seem great, but it is It is still weird that, like, that's a thing that exists. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only, only in the early 2000s could something like that be birthed into the ether. E- exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, once again, back to our proper discussion. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're basically given free reign at this point to run around and explore. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much Traverse Town one-to-one from Kingdom Hearts 1, uh, minus most, if not all of the interiors. So like the accessory shop, the hotel, the Dalmatian house. Um, Correct. Merlin's place. Yeah. Um, you can see the doors, but you can't go in them. <laughs> yeah, there's just the um, districts in the alleyway. Yeah, that, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's all very familiar. Um, except when you're running on the first district, most, if not all, and I'm sure there are a few that are like just original, but they have a lot of Twilight Town NPCs. And it, it oh, weirds me out. <laughs> you're right. Holy crap. Okay. Okay. Uh, obviously, I was like, I know these NPCs aren't the original KH1 Traverse Town ones. And I didn't recognize them. I'm like, I just went, I talked to each, you know, it's an RPG. You talk to all the NPCs, you see if they've been oh, yeah. useful. But I was like, oh, yeah, these designs aren't the ones from KH1. <clears throat> you've, I think you've hit the nail on the head. And now I'm just having a conniption. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's upsetting, because um, that would imply that the journal, um, I don't know, got its its pages scattered, because, yeah, these are real people who exist in a completely different world, but the journal somehow knows about them, and then put them in the wrong world. 
there's the boy with the blue shirt specifically Mm because he always he has the looping animation of like the jumping up and like hooping with one arm like yeah yeah." (laughs) um yeah he's standing where um the uh next to the mailbox where Mm -hmm. not titus stands in kingdom hearts one yes and yeah i'm like this is this isn't your spot how dare you stand when he stood Um, but yeah, you can do some exploring, and uh, the the blocks are out to cause a mess. They'd be here, and yeah, the game is just full on platformer at this point, and uh, to to mixed results. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so most of them I think are pretty decent, but it, it is a DS game, so there are some times where yes. you feel like you ha- you're about to. There's especially in district not first. Uh, I was gonna say district one, the first district. There's a lot of kind of precarious platforming, like the ones that are directly above Sid, yeah. so above the shop. There's a lot of jumping for something, grabbing it on the ledge and doing a little flippy to get up. But the, the timing can be kind of weird, especially for this one. Um, yeah, yeah. It took a few tries for some of this stuff. I'm actually, I was telling you this. I think I don't think I even mentioned it last uh, last episode. But I started playing on my original DSi because I didn't want to dig up my 3DS. I was like, oh, it'll be kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I'll play it on the system I probably played it on back in the day. And it took me until going in Traverse Town to be like, wait a minute. I don't think my L button works. And then sure as, sure as hell, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember my L oh, button God. did not work. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the camera button? It's not the camera. It's cycling through the commands. So one of my critiques originally mm. was I wish I could cycle not through my you. commands. That seems like a very easy thing to implement. And I was like, no, I'm just playing on a busted machine. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely <laughs> appreciate the 3DS circle pad for, for this time. Yeah, yeah. As I'm doing it, I'm imagining, like, oh, God, like, doing this with just the four directions. And, like, they clearly lay out the blocks to be very, like, grid-like for that reason, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like, ugh. Um, and, yeah, you have to really baby the camera. and it, It's definitely functional, but, yeah, there's some scenarios where it's, like, just, oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> yeah. And, um, in particular, in this room, uh, they have the one... And like the little lot for Geppetto's house, where you climb up a ladder, and then there's a bouncy block. Yes. But they haven't explained what bouncy blocks are yet, so it's really awkward because they bounce you away if you run into them. So it's almost like you shouldn't be interacting with it. And even if you're bouncing on top, like on the third bounce, it like reflects you and it doesn't feel great. And it's interesting. It's just far enough away from the top of the uh, accessory shop where it's like, am I supposed to be able to do this or do I need to come back? And yeah, that was a bit frustrating. Cause even then, if you you know do a little keyblade swipe at the end, that's enough to clear it or at least, you know, get the ledge grab. But even then you're on top of the shop and then you have to jump over the roof and it just, it, it feels very awkward. And it's like, this doesn't feel like, how this is supposed to be done but clearly it is because then there's like two other block paths on the other side of the roof and it's like, okay yeah i forget so. if uh we're able basically supposed to do this this early on um we're able to finagle it right. so i'm not entirely sure and we will 
figure out essentially as we as we play along but yeah i had that thought as yeah it, it took some a little you know little tiny adjustments to get onto the certain blocks yeah and it's also breaking my brain because the next time we'll see traverse town is where we could just go wherever we want with flow motion yep <laughs> and here we are restricted to where like you can barely reach like two feet above Sora because his jump is so terrible in this game. It's like, I can't get anywhere without these blocks. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely so been it's... blessed before. So now going back to this. Yeah, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance. Yeah, definitely. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were mentioning about the I didn't run into the issue with the block where you bounce three times and it says, get out of here. Um. I know. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe I just like crept forward a little bit, and then when I went down, like I passed the lip and I just hit the side. Yeah. But again, I wasn't like they didn't introduce it, yet, and they explain that when they do finally show yeah. up, that like yeah, hit from the sides and you bounce. But like I was like, what? What is this block? Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's in a system sector in this level, so I'm curious the implementation. Mm-hmm. Mind you, at least it's in the same world where really it goes. Nerd, this is what it does. I mean, hmm. Yeah. I don't think... So, I mean, for anyone who's not playing, the yellow blocks, I think they're just called explosive blocks, but they don't really have a distinct... Or haven't been explained to us yet. I know there might have been one last world, and there's de- they're definitely they're the ones that Darkseid um, shoots out of his chest at you and his final the phase one with last the, um, little thunderbolts yes. on them. Because yeah. th- those ones I forgot. I thought they were just land a hit and you'll get, you know, you'll take some damage. But no, if you just straight up touch them, like run into them, they explode on impact and Wee! also damage you. So, because we get introduced to a few block types throughout this run, I was like, is the explosion one going to come up or did I just miss it? So, Yeah, yeah, it's going to come up later and like, yeah, I didn't remember, like, is this a good thing? Like, should I be trying to get this but we'll, uh, we'll get to it mm-hmm. <laughs> i have lots of thoughts on those later block sections <laughs> um but yeah we go to the second district and we find hubert um kind of near the dalmatian house and yep yeah it's funny i've never related to sora more than when he's confused over which triplet is he's talking to <laughs> and he like even has like he kind of like has a little mnemonic or maybe I'm just transplanting on him, but he's like, uh, Huey red, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. For Huey and Dewey, he, he remembers the color right. correlation and then Louie, he just knows it's the last one that he has to find. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. See in the real world, you remember Dewey do like do morning do like water mm-hmm. blue. There you go. Louie, Louie G, Green, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Huey's the, the leftover one. <laughs> womp womp. Uh, but, yeah, one down, two to go, and for finding him, we uh, get a little Tetris block, which, yeah, will form into something eventually, but for now, it's just a generic block that could be anything Mm -hmm. each time it's not like it's like building to something yeah (laughs) um so yay and then yeah we tell him or he tells you uh dubert is in the alleyway 
and he shows you where to go. Then he and Sora have like this real back and forth where Sora gets pretty sassy with him. <laughs> He's like, all right, go back to Sid. Be safe. There's too many heartless around here. And Huey's like, mm, maybe, maybe I will. I don't know. I can't make any promises. And Sora's like, oh, you little scam. Yeah. I mean it. <laughs> and it's, again, it's funny how anyone has that much FaceTime with the the boys but yeah he's got like a whole little dynamic with them just kind of kind of fun to see yeah because um, even dewey does something yeah pretty similar yeah yeah um so that's cute it's nice for them to have the little moment in the spotlight mm. um but yeah as we're crossing over to district three um um yeah we uh get uh two new heartless we get the soldier yay oh yes um and also the the large body um soldier as far as i can tell is pretty similar to how it always is um but large body has this exciting new crash bandicoot belly flop move which i find very satisfying <laughs> Yeah, because um, before it was just, he had, like, the little, like, back and forth, he would charge at you. He, I didn't even honestly yep. notice until you pointed it out. Yeah, he's got sort of a, like, jumping ground pound type of deal. So, yeah. Yeah. It helps. Yeah, a little ring AoE. Um, yeah. I, I feel like he's, like, bigger than normal, because it feels harder to get behind him and actually... Get some hits off. Yeah, I have um, that note down as well. I, d- I don't think he's just envisioning him ahead. I don't think he's larger. I I think I had the problem of he was like the last opponent or last thing on my screen, so he's constantly focused on like and also in my face. So his he's just constantly mm-hmm. rotating as I'm trying to get around him. I don't think I had any magic commands. Yeah. On him, so R.I.P. me. But yeah, I had the the same thing of like, why won't you let me hit you? Why don't you make this easier yeah. for me? Yeah. And it gets it gets a little finicky, yeah, when um there are multiple enemies and you're trying to like get the camera to actually lock on him so then you can orient around him. Um and like Yeah, any of your melee commands don't do anything, which I feel like usually they do. Like usually they like kinda override through like enemy defenses. Maybe some of them do if they're strong enough. But yeah, yeah if you tr- don't have magic. I'm trying to think if it's like a, tough time. Yeah, if I'm trying to think if it's like a command thing or if the ones that cut through are usually elemental stuff or have like a specific hitbox. But yeah, I oh. had a thunder edge and he just he Bung. eats that up. So yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, we make our way to the um the alleyway. alleyway uh which yeah has more blocky block puzzles there's surprisingly um, a lot going on <laughs> yeah like every time you enter a new room it's like oh my gosh look at all these blocks <laughs> um and yeah it's like it's not clear, like, which ones are going to lead you to the place you want to be. So, like, here, Dewey is um, on one of the balconies. Um, 
So, like, you want to, you know, do the other stuff first, like, gets all the prize blocks and then talk to them. Because there, um, there's, like, there's one spot. It, it's in the third district where um, there's a bunch of blocks. I'm jumping way ahead. But, like, <laughs> after you fight all the enemies, all, well, not all of them, but, like, a good chunk of the blocks just disappear. <laughs> it's weird. Oh. So, it's, like, you have to, like, figure out, like, all right, like, let me get as much as I can while I can still get there um, versus, you know, let me just progress the story. So mm. there's just like a lot of decision paralysis <laughs> when I see all these different block oh. paths. It gives me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially, you know, combined with the somewhat janky platforming where it's like, okay, is this worth, is this this juice worth the squeeze. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, That's why I kind of made that mental note when we started of like blocks. Yay or nay. I remember them being, yeah. obviously they're the core focus. They're a core visual of this game. Definitely as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're replaying most of kingdom hearts one, but with added elements. So my mind just kind of goes to analyzing, you know, where they kind of fall in the spectrum at the end of the day, once we've yeah everything's said and done, like in the second half of the world, I kind of just started beelining it and stopped going for like the prize blocks because I don't know, I feel like they weren't that good. <laughs> like they just most of them just give money, um, and every now and then you'll get a command, but like you get commands in the system sector so easily, or just, mm-hmm. you know, through, like, story events, so it's just like, eh, I, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> like, I, I, I wish, um, I don't know, I would rather the prize box just be, um, like, actual treasure chests of, like, hey, there's probably gonna be a good item in here, or at the very least, hey, here's, you know, a little something to check off in the journal, uh, toward completion instead of hey here's what's basically the equivalent of like a mario like coin block mm-hmm. where it's like you don't really need it but if you want it's there okay <laughs> so well, well we'll see if they start kind of cranking up the uh the loot drops in our later worlds but for now yeah most of them i'm just kind of like yeah because at this point, like, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely swimming in commands. Um, yeah. I don't remember how much we got into it last episode, but fusing commands, that's a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, we didn't really dive so into it, but it is uh, similar to what we kind of went through in BBS. Except I think it fixes yes. what you, your big quality of life yes. suggestion was, 100%. where it tells you what the outcome of Ugh, fusing your so command good. is before you commit to it. So, yes. It tells you, and it lets you try before you buy. <laughs> Which is really nice. That's true, so I always slot in... forget that. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. And it's it because I, rem- I forgot the tutorial in between episodes. So, like, I was installing you know, multi-commands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I, how do I get the big command? But then I realized, one, you need to max out your commands first before you can like permanently convert it. But Correct. two, you don't need to do that. You can just, it just automatically pops up whenever you have two in and then you can use them in the field. I was like, oh, this is great. 
and then it levels up the two, so then eventually you can permanently meld it. And I was like, oh, this is so much better. It's actually a really good idea, because I'm, I'm, I'm now at the point where every time I go to swap my commands out, so I think currently I did upgrade my command matrix a little bit, so I have three or four commands. Nice. I think it's three. I th- yeah, so it's three, so it's now it's four. So every time I want to swap them out, I have more than four new ones. So, you know, it's it's the gradual increase yeah. of, uh, I'll get to all of these eventually. I'll train all of these Pokemon mm-hmm. soon. But for now, it's exactly. the one that I want. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, I just kind of throw them in willy-nilly and then whatever I get is what I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a much more elegant system for sure. Um... And then, yeah, we got, uh, again, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but whatever. You can get this whenever, but when your Keyblade levels up, or is it a story event when you get the new finisher? Sid gives um, you the new finisher once you bring Dewey back, so very shortly. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the Dew Boy yeah, yeah. real quick. Um, so, yeah, we find him on the balcony. Um, and then he says, ha ha ha, just kidding. Your princess is in another district. So he runs off to the second district. We have to go. Because he's looking for something shiny. Ah. Um, Mood. And then he runs into Heartless. Ah. <laughs> um, so then we go and follow him. And then look at that. We notice some, some glitchy blocks. Um, and yeah, we have a new area debug to enter and it, it does the same thing that Destiny Islands did the camera just immediately zooms in on where you're supposed to go but then they like try to do the whole like hot and cold thing like oh I wonder where the interest is it's like it's two feet away like why are you bothering <laughs> yeah uh, it's funny because I, I recall saying to you don't worry the area debugs will get more interesting later on. The next follow-up one is like, oh, it's behind you again! And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, once we enter, um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Just a core blocks, uh, which is like the weird um, snaky snake. <laughs> it's a pot spider of blockses. <laughs> Yes. Or I guess pot yeah, centipede sure. is a better terminology, yeah. Because mm. there's one head. So yes. yeah, there's one big old head. You can blow up the other blocks to stun it and get some extra hits on. But yeah, it's a, like a multi-tiered, one area system sector. So once you defeat the core blocks, it's you're, you're done immediately. So, nice and quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious how often this guy will come back. So I thought he was kind of annoying to fight because the the blocks physics for like hitting them is like weird um i saw this in the dark side fight too where it's like Mm -hmm. there are times when like you're supposed to hit the blocks but just i don't know like it like it kind of like repels you back when you hit it um or at least like when you hit like the head and it's like hard to like run up to it and yeah it's one of those things again where it's like all right am i supposed to be hitting the tail blocks first or interesting cheese it so i think i I just went for the body i don't know if i just went like up the tail both times but yeah i just went for the like the eliminate the body first 
that way it's easier to hit the head. But yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. Mm. I did that. I just did that, so I don't run into that issue. So I'll be curious. And there's definitely other core blocks. I remember them being coming up fairly consistent okay. in like the back half of the game in the system sectors. So we'll have a chance to experiment from down the line. Yeah. But for now, we have saved the day, sort of. Uh, and Dewey rewards us with the same weird trinket. Oh, look! They fused one into the same... The same thing! Nondescript block. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's... <laughs> so, like... <sighs> Spoiler alert, this is the keyhole of the world. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they could have very easily just modeled a keyhole and then just chopped it in four pieces and then show... They could have even just done, like, a 2D image of it and just show, like, oh, look, you have two out of four pieces now. Look Yeah. And it's just, like... It's, what is this? <laughs> it's the same little Tetris L block all four times, spoiler alert. But, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> it definitely... So I went, this is the mistake. I usually play the, the game when I'm at my computer so I can start, I do notes right then and there. I made the mistake of, this is a DS so I can play it like on the couch or in bed basically. And I, I did like the last act or the last like 30 minutes or like, you know, last little bit. And then I went later to do like regular notes and do the, uh, all the et cetera stuff. And so obviously I forget some parts. I'd like to make sure I'm as accurate as I can be. And so I, I watched the playthrough, which is, it's a no commentary playthrough, but it splices in the 2.5 H, uh, HD remix ones. Ooh, so yeah, yeah, I saw nice. the scene where you get the last piece. And uh, mind you, I guess these pieces, they have little, almost like little code or little data elements surrounding them. But it, it didn't really click to me. Like this is like some weird datascape element until Sora receives yeah. the last piece and he kind of fumbles it in his hand because it's, it's, um, it's not an engine or sorry, it's not a text box it's an actual render cutscene um, or sorry, in, oh, it, okay. in engine cutscene but yeah, he kind of fumbles it and it has a little like it has a little data like little spurts when he handles it and I was like okay, this, this feels like a better it's still the same damn 4L blocks come together but it, it kind of clicked mm -hmm. a little bit better for me in that regard so I will give props a thousand okay. percent to the HD remix cutscenes for adding the the element that kind of made it feel like oh okay Thanks. I kind of it's a it's a better visualization altogether so yeah nice. but they are just four L blocks that keep fusing into the same L block and then magically make a keyhole at the end yeah. of the, the level so <laughs> that is <laughs> um so yeah we're two two out of four pieces down mm -hmm. and two boys down. Wait, is it two or... Th it's four. Yeah, it's four pieces, right? Yes, there are the three four. three of them have one, then there's... Okay, okay. Yes. Um, so we escort Dubert back to Sidworth. Um, and this kind of threw me. So, because before they head back, uh, Sora and Dewey are like, we have no idea what this is, but it's pretty. And so I was like, maybe Sid will know. Mm -hmm. And I, like, 100% expected him, because, you know, since, like, the gummy guy, the mechanic, to be like, well, you don't know what that is. What's wrong with you, you stupid kid? And then he, like, kind of, like, he's like, that? Well, that, that is 
Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, because if he was, I was gonna be like, why would he know what this is? He is just a data apparition, and this is a glitch in the system. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I see you recoded. Yeah, he's two steps ahead. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Sid knows jack shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he does know. I, well, I guess this immediately kind of throws my argument away because he does know what finish commands are. <laughs> Here, kid, take this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which I guess falls in that Kingdom Hearts tradition, or at least Kingdom Hearts ones. Well, yeah, just Kingdom Hearts in general, where yeah, characters will just randomly give you like new abilities, and it's like we don't really know how this works, but whatever it happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a new finish command. Which is what is it called? Speed dive, something like that. I think it's speed uh, speed trap, maybe. And is it is it the same for everyone, or does it vary based on what we choose? Uh, I think it might I be assume sp- it's the same. I think yeah, it's the same. Speed slash. Okay. It's it's a speed something. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of similar to like um, speed, um, speed I don't know. Like there a, we go. Nice. It's very much in the vein of like a Ventus finish command where it's just kind of like multi-hits. It's like an Ars Arcanum kind of. Um, yes. But it's directional inputs. Uh, so you got to keep up the DDR beat to keep the string going and hit a bunch of enemies. Um, and yeah, it's pretty nice. It's nice because it seems way more useful than the other one. Because that's just like a one and done. Um, whereas here, like, yeah, you kind of auto-target the next enemy, and you can keep it going for a long time, like as quick as you put in the inputs. Um, yeah, I think if you do and it shows 10 you inputs, it gives you like a grand finisher type of deal. Yeah, yeah, pretty satisfying. It, yeah, like it's much flashier than the the first one. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm curious how complicated these finishers get um because i just assumed they would all be like pretty standard but this one definitely up the ante yeah um but yeah we're we're riding style now baby <laughs> um did we have we been introduced to like the the dual cpo cpus yeah because that's as soon as you enter the world right Yes, I, I guess it it depends on how much you mess around with the uh, with the matrix Ma- matrixes matrices. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's I I guess it's kind of self. I was about to say self preserved. That's the wrong term. But you kind of advance as much as you want to deal with it. So, I mean, yes. I've been getting a lot of chips because I've been doing fairly well in all the system sectors. So I buy all the rewards and then I cash out either exp or money, depending on how I'm, I'm feeling today. Uh, but yeah, at this point in in the game, you would get to... Yeah, it, it kind of explains that. But yeah, it's not prompted by the game. It's kind of prompted by you getting to a certain right. place. So yeah, it explains yep. in the in the whole stat matrix that there are these... Like a computer, there are, are CPU junctions, essentially. So as you advance and you connect them together, they will make all the commands Whoa. in between... I think they double. So I think I had yes. when I activated mines, I had three level ups in, or four level ups in there. 
Yeah, four, because I went from being level four to level nine, I think, or, or four to eight, Ooh, something maybe. like that. Uh, but yes, there are fun little stat matrix things, which I, I love. It's one of the things I remember fondly about this game, so definitely will be it's interesting. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah, and there's little offshoots, like we kind of delved into it a little bit, but like on the main track, the game being like, here's how this works, you get dodge roll, uh, obviously, and there's yep. other offshoots that you'll get as you decide if you want to go for placing a chip here versus placing a chip there. There are some that are, I forget, but they have Keyblade symbols, but I don't think I've gotten the one that shows itself right now yet, so I forget how they function. Hmm. Curious. Um, and then, I haven't gotten to this part yet, so, like, pretty much... Right as I was wrapping up Travis Town, I had enough panels to connect the two. Uh, but there's also, um, like, the command slot nodules, which I didn't really catch how to activate those. But that gives you, that expands your command menu so you can hold more in combat, which oh, is very that... useful. Although, Might have to your that. point, it seems annoying <laughs> to have to keep scrolling. Like, I don't want my menu to get too big <laughs> yeah because even with the three sometimes i'm just like oh just get me to the one i want because <laughs> you only have the one button really to cycle uh yeah you, you can down, so. yeah you can hit l you can to... if you hold it yes. and then press b and y but no i will never do that <laughs> yeah if you tap l if i have the same mentality where theoretically i could just l and then b to go back one or down one but in reality, uh, because it's built into my DNA, just spam L to I get to the one that I need to get to, yeah. and then cast it. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, either that, or if they're, most of them are on cooldown, just keep spamming um, X, to just which automatically cycles through them. Mm. Um, there, there's, there, there's just no grace or elegance here. We're just, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Things are heating up in our, our CPU. <laughs> Better get a fan in there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we head back to, or for the first time, I guess, the third district to find Louis. But he's not there. I know. But we yeah. are ambushed by a bunch of soldiers, which I think prompts one of Sora's sheesh. <laughs> um, it might be. And I. I have to agree with them because this fight went on really long <laughs> and I, I was kind of annoyed by the end of it. I, yeah, I, surprisingly, I expect it to be like maybe two waves of soldiers. I think it's four, maybe yeah. five. It, it, it was a lot. I was yeah. like, oh my God, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, they just keep showing up and it's like, okay, we, we get it. And um, <laughs> I don't know if it was this fight or another scripted fight later, but then Red Nocturnes show up and all I have was fire commands. I'm just like, Ugh. oh, this might be, <laughs> this, I, think, I think this is the first time we see Red Nocturnes, which we also haven't seen. Okay. No, we saw, did we, were, were they in days? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. Weren't all the days, um, little mages, like, completely new? They might have been. It's hard to keep track with those little, little buggers. Alright, where are you? They're in... Nope, nope. Last time we saw them was Chain of Memories. Yeah. Uh, yep. There it is. 
Um, but yeah, they, well, honestly, I don't even know what they do because I feel like I took them out before they could ever get an attack off, but I assume they just shoot a fireball as yep. they want to do. A tried and a um, true. Yeah. So once the fight is over, if you, so this is where I was saying, so you start the fight and there's a bunch of blocks. It's the red blocks. So I guess you don't need those for platforming question mark. Mm. Um, which does beg the question, why are they there in the first place unless there's like an exclusive... So they're like stacked stacked on top of each other like a tower. And then, um, um, yeah, maybe there's like an explosive block at the top. And maybe like, did those hurt enemies too? Or is it only... Explosive blocks? I don't remember. I did see the giant yeah. ass tower of regular blocks and I was like, I'll come back for you. And then I didn't... Right. Uh, <laughs> and it, dis- it disappears so i'm like why why was that there yeah because oh. there is some platforming um, around behind the fountain and i think yeah, yeah. in the general area like where you're mentioning but yeah i guess that going out of commission after the fight makes it harder because i think I, I think i had the same thought i yeah. just didn't realize that they disappeared after the fight was over yeah and like there's um so i got like a couple of the prize blocks so this mm. was when I was still trying. Um, but there's like one that's it's kind of hovering over the abandoned house and it's too high up for you to like jump there from when you're like actually um, up the ramp. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell how you're supposed to get to it otherwise. So I was like, wait, was I supposed to get there when the red blocks were here? Or yeah, like we were talking about earlier, is this like we come back when we miraculously learn glide or something? And I was like, yeah, I, I think so, I yeah. think I got the prize block underneath that one, but not the top top one. That's yeah. pretty high up. Yeah, it's breaking my brain. Where I'm like, uh, should I like <laughs> waste time like trying to find how to get this? Or yeah, are we just not meant to? Yeah, um, most of them are pretty insignificant, so you can kind of get what you want to get, basically. Which is yeah, my that's what I, I was like, this, there's no way I'm getting this. Let's just play the game. Yep. So we take the shortcut back to first district, and mm-hmm. Black Code is back. Whoa. Um. And yeah, he. Heads in that same direction. And then when we're there, oh no, everyone's gone! Ah! And <laughs> <clears throat> this is weird. So Sora runs to like the world exit, and that's where the next debug zone is. Which. So at this point, I was like prepped for like boss fight, right? Because we had been to all the districts. We had been to third district, which is where guard armor shows up in the first place. Yep. So I was like, okay, like, well, let's wrap this up. But knew <laughs> it was yet another debug zone, um, which yeah, it turns out to be quite a hefty one. Oh well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it does yes. another hot and cold section again. It's like, gee, I wonder if it's the giant door that you so cinematically zoomed in on oh look at that <laughs> yeah it's another i think the one after no the one after no, no no the next one is actually one where i'm like okay finally it's not one where it's yeah handed to you immediately yeah you actually you have see, that kind of search yeah because you see the black cloak disappear into the world exit and you're like i guess i'll right. go there yeah 
But I will say one detail I, I caught on to this time that's really mm. cute is when you do find it, the little jingle that plays is <laughs> the <laughs> little Kingdom Hearts one, like Zelda puzzle solved cue. The oh, it is actually or similar enough. <laughs> but in it's vein. like datafied. Yes, <laughs> that's that makes me happy. That's nice. Yeah, because look. Kingdom Hearts 1, like, with the sound effects specifically, like, that's, like, this whole swath of, like, legacy content that the series just doesn't use anymore. Because, like, after that, like, I feel like Kingdom Hearts 2, like, introduced, like, a lot of those sorts of, like, series staples that every other game borrowed from. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, like, yeah, everything is, like, slightly different in KH1, like, even as simple as... You know, like, stuff like when you go onto a save state and it heals you. Like, that sounds different and like, every other game. Um, so, that made me happy to, like, hear them pay tribute to the OG. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they pull their sound effects from all over the place. Because when you enter the, um, the system sector, it's the, um, the, it's the same. So, when he, um materializes it's the same sound as really? when you do the data organization fights and they appear the oh. exactly like that that's what Damn. it sounds like <laughs> um, today i learned so, yeah. yeah they're they, they're using uh every piece of the bison <laughs> nice it's like oh yeah that makes sense that's yeah it's basically the same thing that's happening so yeah why wouldn't it be the same sound effect um but yeah, new system sector. And this is the first proper dungeon esque one where it's yes. actually multiple multiple rooms that branch off into each other. And I'm a little wary of how annoying this is going to get <laughs> <laughs> because the the heartless or the bug counter applies to the whole area. It's not just in this room, there are X amount left. It's no, like in any of these three rooms, there are, you know, eight left. Have fun. Go find them. Um, this one wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, lots of room to explore, get the non-bug heartless to grind some XP and money, get some prize blocks. So go crazy kiddo. Yeah. But for the most part, this is <laughs> pretty straightforward. Um, I don't remember if was this one multi floored or just the one with uh, it was just the like one the four or five rooms. Yeah, yeah, it just had the four or five rooms. It didn't have um, any extra floors. So once you did all the bugs on this floor, you were all set to yeah. evacuate. Nice. And once we do, the day is saved and first district where everyone's mm-hmm. back. Yay! But. They don't seem to realize that they were blipped out of existence in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then Sora goes back to looking for Louie. And it's kind of like, well, what was the point of any of that? <laughs> <laughs> nothing Nothing has changed. Yeah. Um, like the only, I guess the only important information <laughs> is that apparently, and it, in the area debug, obviously, none of the NPCs are there, but it seems obviously it's... Like, obviously it's a glitch in the system, but it shows you that this is truly independent just to Sora and I'm assuming the Disney Castle crew. So it's, uh, it's something, but it does go, it does 
it only feels to me it feels a little unsatisfying because you have this little revelation and then it's like still looking for that last kid so i guess i'll do another loop so <laughs> yeah yeah i i was pretty checked out by this point <laughs> Because, like, it just felt like they were definitely stretching the world out. Like, you didn't need a third system sector, because the first one was just the one. Like, this should have been the first system sector, if you ask me. And then they have yeah um, the third one be, like, the final one. Because, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, like, now we're going to go find another duck. It's like, <laughs> now we're back in the second district. It's like, come on, like. Yeah. Stop wasting my time. <laughs> there, so there are some interesting ideas in other worlds that I'm remembering as we're obviously ramping up and we're playing this game. So I do have some vaguely fun inter- interactions with Wonderland. I do particularly like Olympus Coliseum, but that's mm-hmm. skipping way far ahead, so we'll get there. But yeah, Traverse Town is... Yeah. And I was thinking about this too, actually. What areas... Well, we're, we're about to go to... Well, not about to. But our next game is going to be DDD, which expands on Traverse Town a lot, actually. But, yeah, this yes. one sticks to the tried and true. There are three districts. Have fun. Because yep. the other ones, I think... I know... I think, actually, going from days to this, there are some areas introduced in days that will reappear and recoded uh, for for better and for oh, worse. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. Traverse Town yep. is just kind of tried and true Traverse Town. So, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, Destiny Islands, you know... Did not overstates welcome, but Traverse yeah. Town is like, yeah, I don't know, because <laughs> yeah, we go back to the second district and it's the same, but now there's more blocks and like I was saying earlier, now it's like, oh, I don't want to bother with any of this. Like I just want to get. <laughs> um, I think no, this will be the second second time we've come back to the second. Or maybe no, 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 because we go find Dewey, we come back, and Sora makes a comment of, like, I think there are more blocks. This is the third time, Mm -hmm. and it's when we go for Louie, that the the blocks are... Well, one, there's a very obvious, (laughs) in the background, glitches happening. But also Sora's like, damn, son, there really do be more blocks out here, as the the blocks ever kind of, like, skyrockets. So... Not a particularly bad thing, because it does open up some more platforming. It's... It's it's the right. double edged sword of the blocks is that they unlock a new gameplay element, but also they are going to be mostly samey looking. So it's it's up to you to kind of figure out what you can, yeah. you can't do, what you do, and what you don't want to do as well. Yeah, um, I thought it was like again, like prepping us for like a boss fight because when you first run in and like the little cutscene that plays and the background like in the distance. It kind of looks like the blocks are forming into, like, a monster. Kind of like Darkseid when he had the blocks on his arm. So I yes. thought, like, okay, it's going to be, like, a blockified, like, opposite armor. But, <laughs> no, it was the clock tower. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's just covered like, in blocks. Yeah. But it's flattened to be 2D, but it doesn't really look like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if that's just the limitation of the DS visuals at that point. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it almost feels like a blocks caution taped version where we jumbled right. it up and we threw yeah yeah like I said like we threw caution tape all over it. There's like all, these little banners that kind of scroll across that just have like the blocks graphic on it. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's it it's eye catching definitely. It draws you to it. But other than that, it's just like 
Hey, what's that weird thing in the back? Oh, wait, I hear a child screaming. I'm assuming that must be Louie right. at this point. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, what am I responding to? Am I responding to the blocks or the 2D-ness? Because, yeah, on a DS screen, like, those are kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, they all look 2D if they're far away enough. Um, so, yeah, it's flat. Some, like, it would have been more like effective... Stanley. If we saw Louie, because, yeah, he's, like, screaming for bloody murder. <laughs> and, but we don't see him. But, like, they should have shown him, like, 2 deified, Like, and we've ha- we have this example in this very world in Kingdom Hearts 1. Donald was flattened into the the red room that's true <laughs> and he was trapped in the wall like Call i could just done that effect then i'd be like lily what's wrong whoa i'll help you out buddy mm. um but yeah they just kind of like hint that oh no it's it's flat <laughs> um go go find the back door um and yeah this is when it kind of challenges you to actually find the entrance which yes um it's um you got this it's not the clock tower door because i tried doing that but you can't even get there there's like an invisible wall it's the um the hotel door which makes me wonder okay is it always gonna be a door or will it sometimes just be like a random spot in the wall like that's true actually the so the there's the first one in this area but you're right the rest are all doors the first one in this area the one that the the very painfully obvious one that is three feet from you is right. just a hole okay, in the floor yeah. but yeah that the world just, exits yeah. the other one the hotel door is this one on destiny islands it was the the shack door yeah so, so they're interesting kind of sort of not really a theme yeah yeah but yeah we jump on in we get our third and final system sector, mm-hmm. which is I think it's three floors. Um, and yeah, I was I was a little cranky at this point because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay, I guess I'll do this again. And what's starting to annoy me is just how stop and go the game is. And I know it's because we're in the first two worlds, but. At the same time, it seems like every world is going to have, like, these new elements where they, like, stop and explain it. Because when we enter this system sector, it's like, oh, look at that. Here are these new blocks. Let me tell you all about it. And it's just, like, you, you don't have to do it. Like, one of them's like, the ghost blocks that, like, appears and reappears. Oh, Maybe that yeah. was in the last one. But it's like, I, I played a video game before. Like, I, I know what this is. <laughs> You don't have to spend two screens of like yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the, I don't remember the tutorial for that one, but it definitely tutorial blocks you for the sliders and the pair ones because they're yeah. they're vital gameplay pieces. So the slider one is just a block you can kind of move around. Basically uses mm-hmm. like a platform and pair blocks are similar except there's there're two and they come together, they make a prize block. So either it'll give you something nice, which is for your system sector points, you, or for system sectors you want you want system points, and then sometimes it's mm-hmm. like there's a whole either you know there's a singular way I can get through, but I need to push the pair into there to hit the prize yep. block to get through. 
So a little bit of you can do it if you want to, and a little bit of necessary gameplay element depending on where it's going to be stationed. Right. Yeah, I like the idea of the pair blocks. Um, but yeah, it got to a point like there was one where it was like the pair blocks were separated by a ghost block bridge, and I was like, that no. one can be yeah. <laughs> that one is super unforgiving timing wise. <laughs> yeah, because so yeah, careful. Most of them were just yeah system points it's like well i have plenty of those like i don't need any more so yeah yeah there's interesting a... idea in theory not so much in execution yeah there's some i have vague ptsd from late into this game so we'll uh we'll see what uh <laughs> triggers that to come up oh no <laughs> um but yeah um yeah for the most part you know this one's pretty Similar to other system sectors, but the third floor got a little testy for me because there's eight bugs you got to find. And this is when I was like, okay, this is when I could use like a little radar system because these guys could be anywhere. And when you're, you know, six out of eight and you feel like you've combed every last corner and you're like banging your head against the table, like, where are these last two? That's when it would be helpful to have like a little like, hmm, you're getting close. Um... Mm. Yeah, I don't even remember. Sh- yeah, it was like um. So there's like, oh gosh, there's a slider block, and then a bouncy block above it, and yes. you have to hit the slider block over to this race platform, then jump on that, then go to the bouncy block, but there's more to that platform in between the two. That, like, I just skipped over each time because I was so annoyed with the janky, like, platforming to get to the bouncy block. I was just like, I'm just going to beeline it to that so I just get up because that's mm-hmm. also a critical path. But, yeah, the last two were in that middle block, like, the raised stage that I just kept passing. And then when I finally realized that's where they were, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I could see this getting very annoying tracking down these little buggers. Yeah, like I said, there's a few that are, uh, you know, don't bring back good memories. And most of them, I feel like they're not hugely a pain in the ass. So, we gonna find out. Yeah. Um, so, let me see. Yeah, once we finish that up, we restore the clock tower and Lewis, and he gives you another shiny piece, and somehow he's able to determine that it looks like a keyhole, question mark. Louis. (laughs) Louis. (laughs) We appreciate, we appreciate you, game, but... (laughs) <laughs> four L blocks do not make a keyhole yeah. yeah and then Sora's like a keyhole hmm now where have I seen that before mm-hmm. <laughs> they like try to, they like try to make it a mystery but like you just spoiled it it's weird and yeah it doesn't yeah. even look like a keyhole so the whole moment just kind of falls flat um but we're three fourths of the way there so we return to the first district again and Black Coat is back again. <gasps> uh, Sora throws some shade because even he's tired of all this backtracking. <laughs> and then the bad guy throws the keyhole piece away. 
just to taunt us, and then disappears. So, um, yeah, we return the boys, we grab the last piece, and then we form the Kiora. And yeah, Datasora, again, he's learning, he's advancing, he um, realizes, hmm, this is probably going to prompt a, a boss fight, so I should prepare. Ah. Um, and so, yeah, you can jump into the keyhole whenever you're ready. Um, and yeah, we get our first quote-unquote gimmick. So I know that's like the thing with this game. It's like each role kind of flips the gameplay on its head and kind of turns mm -hmm. to a new genre. Um, I thought it was going to be more integrated like throughout the world. Like I thought this would have come up earlier and then we'd like go back to it. Like I didn't think it was going to be at the end and like tied to the boss fight. So that kind of threw me off. Like I'm wondering... Uh... Like, is it... Okay, so it's a, it's like a little 2D auto-scroller. Yes. And there's two stages to it. Um, but I'm wondering, like, is is that it? Or are there going to be more stages? Like, again, if we go back and it's like, now try the challenge mode. Because <laughs> it seems weird to just have the two... I don't know. I guess it's not super complex. So there's probably not a whole lot more they could do with it. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I was just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny. So this, this is the part that I want to go back and revisit and replay. Mind you, I think I got the two, like, uh, rewards that come out of this boss fight segment. But still, there's not, like, um, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example. But, like, the only thing that comes to me is, like, a grading system. Like, once you do a boss yeah. section, it, it shows you how many points you got, which is based on the stuff you pick up, how much you have an HP bonus that you get at the end. So, yeah, I think it is how much H, how full your bar is at the end, not how much damage yeah. you take in over the course. But, yeah, it just says, you get X, you get Y. It doesn't give you, like, a bar of, like, progress. Or, no, it does give you, it, it does actually give you a grade. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> but I also don't know if it's, like, is it just 1, 2, 3, A, B, C? I... Yep. I failed this... Oh, I shouldn't say I failed. I, the boss killed me one time, and I came back, and I still got an A. So I think it's just purely based off points. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so the 2D section itself is kind of fun. <laughs> yes. Oh, but to answer your um, question, yeah. Some, some things it is just the boss. Some things it will be more incorporated into the world itself. So it... It's kind of a flip-flop, oh, okay. depending. So, like, I know hmm. Wonderland is a little bit... Olympus kind of flips its script up a lot, and the latter ones okay. I don't remember. But, yeah. Okay. Because, um, like, I don't know. Like, I thought these were going to be the system sectors, basically. Like, each time you, like, went into, like, the glitch zone, mm. it was going to be these, like, flipped gameplay modes. So, I thought, like, this makes more sense to me, right? Like, not to say, like, I think the system sectors, you know, work well, too. They're, like, a nice little change of pace. But, like, this makes sense as, like, okay, here's the first one. And then we go back to Traverse Town. Then we explore. And then, okay, here's stage two where mm -hmm. it's a little more complicated. And then, ah, oh, here's stage three. And then that leads into the boss. Not here mm. it is all at once and then done and never touch it again Got sort you. of thing. Okay. Because, yeah, it is pretty different. 
as far as like you know introducing a lot of new ideas in one go oh absolutely um, so it's, <laughs> it's an auto scroller they're pits of death which has never been a thing in kingdom hearts um there's <clears throat> um these like new commands yep which are kind of like they kind of treat it like um like um a uh oh gosh what is this <laughs> like a shoot 'em up where it's like your new weapon ah um, yes because if you pick up one it just automatically replaces the other so like they're just like quick power-ups and then they're like all elemental based so there's fire lunge which is kind of like any sort of dash move where you move forward horizontally mm-hmm. uh there's thunder rain which is like a thunder uh that like goes in a row yeah. um which speaking of i got thundara throughout the rest of the world and oh, oh my gosh that command is so good because <laughs> it's like an aoe but it's so powerful and it like it it almost seems to like auto target. So like as long as the enemies are close enough in a radius to you, like they'll all get hit and oh so satisfying. So, Interesting. I got getting stuck. Fire bla- I got one of like the advanced fire physical commands Ooh. after doing something. And I was like, is this gonna be fun? But unfortunately this is the one where we introduced the red nocturne, so I didn't get to have as much fun. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, same thing. I think I merged two commands and I'm like Oh, level six commands that I've never heard of before. Well, let's try it out. And, you know, kind of the crazy fun things you can kind of stumble into. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how broken these commands get, because I know there's very few worlds in this game, so they have to, like, start stacking them up fast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that'll be fun to see. Um then there's wind spin, which I used once, like on accident, and then I died, and then I never got it again. But it's it's like a an aerial um, uppercut sort of move. Like it launches you up. I don't yeah. know if it's like an attack or more just for mo- like movement. Like uh, a little bit, a little bit um, of both, because the only the only okay. enemies we encounter aside from the boss are just more shadows and some soldiers. So. Th- things that die yeah. in a combo and honestly because nothing has a health bar here i didn't know if is it do they have a health bar is it yeah. just a finisher knocks them out but you know it's a very minute section of the game in as a whole but yeah, yeah there's nothing that's going to stop you and block your way as the as the wall of death slowly creeps up on you uh, too much right luckily. yeah luckily it's not like an auto fail if you fall behind because yeah the scroll just it'll just push you um Mm-hmm. at least like if there's nothing in your way like it will squeeze you in between blocks if you run <laughs> into a block but like if you slow down like it's not like if it passes you like you die yeah yeah um, at the so start nice. when they're kind of going over their explanation after after the in-game explanation or exposition of mickey telling you what the hell's going on the game's like you'll be fine unless you get squished by the wall by and by something or you fall in a pit of Blink. absolute despair so be careful. Yeah. But luckily, luckily I, it, it I also s- brings you right back, and you have a little invulnerability. Like it's like you're gonna be. It brings right you here. back, and it's it's very exploitable. So it's kind of like any like modern like 2D platformer, like a like a new Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, where you can just bubble yourself and then just float around. Like look at me, I'm having fun. Um, 
But you can, like, you can move around, and as long as you're overlapping with a block, like, you just stay in that little aura state where nothing can hurt you. Mm -hmm. So you can just do that for a while. (laughs) So, like, wait for the screen to, like, catch up and, like, be safe. And, yeah. So I was like, "Hmm." interesting choice. (laughs) Um, I guess... Well, it's a it's just a small section of the game, so like there's no need to be very strict. And I'm also thinking of later on. So my my first thought in playing is, is like this respawn is super high, but there are some I can see some parts of the game where if it spawn if you just spawned you on the floor, like say you're in an like almost like a stair situation where the blocks are trying to lead you up off the ground. If it spawns you on the ground, mm-hmm. you would it probably get squished immediately and die and get like super frustrated. So. Uh, I kind of understand yeah. where the lenience kind of comes from, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and then the last command is the blizzard dart, which was kind of my favorite because it's like little auto projectile. That yeah, just... definitely touted as the best one. So it's kind of it's it's just auto fire. It'll just shoot at yeah. whatever the hell's happening in front of you. So it, it's the very click button. I win. <laughs> Of the bunch. Yeah, and it's also, um, like, it's the most unique of them. I guess Windspin is kind of, um, mm-hmm. new, but, like, yeah, like, Fire Lunge and Thunder Rain, like, you can do those sorts of things automatically, but, like, yeah, there's never really been, like, like, yeah, like a rapid fire projectile that just shoots on its own. So that's very satisfying. I don't know if it would work like and in like a 3D environment. Mm. So maybe that's why it doesn't. It'd be hard to pinpoint. It might have to be more of like a cone, or like it only affects a specific area in front of you, or something. like Yeah. That. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely something that's not really seen too much in Kingdom Hearts, if not at all. Yeah. So I. That was the only one I actually, like, went out of my way to get. Um, Any other ones, I'd be like, eh, that's too inconvenient. I don't care. Um, (laughs) Uh, I like the fire lunge, just just purely because of mobility. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) those were always fun. Um, Once you reach the end of the stage, you move to stage two. And this one's, like, more vertical-oriented. Um, which, yeah, I thought it was actually pretty, pretty good. They had some, some neat little sections in there where they were doing interesting things. Um, like there were some, there were some spots where like the prize box was the platform. So you had to time it so that you could use that to get where you needed to be. But then you had to get the prize platform before it disappeared if you wanted to get the goods. So I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty clever. So like... There's, like, there's enough of a foundation here, is what I'm getting at, for them to, like, expand on it and, like, keep doing, you know, more of these little levels. But if this is all we're going to see, I guess that's it. That's all she wrote, so. Womp womp. Um, mm-hmm. But it was fun while it lasted, I suppose. Until it wasn't. <laughs> which is the boss fight. <laughs> Oh, one other note I have for this section. Yep. Slash kind of just in general is the music choice is weird. So 
there's definitely an over-reliance on Night of Fate. <laughs> yes, um, that is the battle music for Traverse Town, and I, it is also the one that yeah. you, you're right. Because I, I literally was like, why does this sound familiar? And I, I didn't write it down, but yeah, I had the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, because it's a very, like, dour song, so it kind of starts to grate on you, where you're like, okay, like, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also not Things are terrible. used very often. <laughs> so, uh, in like every game leading up to this one, so the fact that this is probably the most we've heard yeah. from it in one title definitely stands out a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, because then jumping ahead a bit, it plays in the Disney Castle cutscene after this, and I'm like, okay, like you've gone too far. <laughs> this was only ever supposed to be supposed to play on Destiny Islands and some parts of Traverse Town. Beyond that, it's done. So, like, yeah, if they had played hand-in-hand in in this section, I thought it would have been so much more appropriate, uh, because that's more fun and adventurous, and it fits the platforming vibe. So, (laughs) yeah, it was just weird. Um, But once we get to stage three, it, like, kind of teases you with, like, an actual stage where (laughs) you're still running... But then it's like, ah, just kidding. Now you're we stole the floor. Ah. Yeah, and it's like, you're on top of the giant energy spike. Ugh. So, okay, cool. And then, yeah, we get our boss fight, which is guard armor, which, yeah, threw me. Because, so I thought Darkseid mm-hmm. was going to kind of establish the pattern, right? Of like, okay, it's a big boss. There's going to be multiple stages of it, and it's going to be, like, an old Heartless, and parts of it are going to be, like, data corrupt. Remix in the datascape, And, like, use some blocks. Yeah, exactly. But that's not what happened here. You get one stage of guard armor, and it's in the gimmick, so you're still fighting in 2D, Mm. and then that's it. And it's weird, because you're still on the 2D mode. So you don't have any of your commands. So you're beholden to whatever power up you picked up at the start of the fight, which mm. is weird to me. So like, there's no like real strategizing and like, there's not even really a way to heal as far as I remember. Like maybe some of the blocks give HP orbs, but like you can't bring a cure with you. So that's curious. Yeah. Um, I think the prize box drop HP prizes, but the only ones in this boss fight are part of one of uh-huh. Garmer's attacks. So that's that's that that's kind of how <laughs> how I died actually. I I would truly try mm. to fuck around and find out and I you know I found out the hard mm. way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah, for the most part it's I don't know, it's pretty simple. So you could do its little punchy punches naturally. Um and then it can jump, and if it lands on you, it's going to hurt you, but the jumps are pretty well telegraphed and pretty slow, so they're pretty easy to dodge. Like, for me, like, I didn't even register as, as attack so much as it just, like, positioning itself to, like, get to its little screen wipe move. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then, yeah, it can do, like, the big slammy whimmy where it kind of jumps out of screen and then it falls back down for like a really big hit um and then the last one 
well, I guess it's got two others that kind of like bleed into each other. So it's got, you can like summon the stack of blocks, uh, which is yes. where the explosive block comes into play, which is when oh, I was bastard. like, what is this again? Am I supposed to be hitting this? Is this going to give me a power <laughs> up? Oh no, it's exploding my face. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it's got the giant bazooka cannon. Uh, where it Kamehameha's us into the corner for maximum damage. Um, but, yeah, it's in 2D, so, like, as long as you're in position, which is, say, right below it, you're good, which is... Yeah, so you gotta make weird. sure you get... <laughs> I don't think... I was trying to think, can you retreat to the back to the other side of the screen, but I think you're still in the bazooka think... range. But I think that's... there is, like, some space for you to, yeah, not get hit so i think when it it did hit me once but eventually it knocks you out of range and you could just kind of oh, okay. stand there and be safe so oh, okay so maybe you yeah, can it's do weird. either because yeah yeah my my first thought is are you screwed if you're on the other side like do you have to constantly be when guard armor um we just trample which is the jump up move and sometimes when he comes down he summons the blockies and then follows up with the bazooka do you just have to know, mm-hmm. okay, I gotta run to the other side? Like, do you, does the game, like, get good, or if you are locked on the other side of the screen, do you still have that little patch where you'll actually be fine? Because the, the obvious point is it wants you to destroy blocks, get through, and get under yep. him for safety. Um, so, yeah. I I wasn't too yeah. sure, but, yeah, I think there is some little, a little patch at the back of safety. But, but yeah, the yeah. ulterior motive of it all is get underneath him, and then I I didn't get this. Or actually, no, I only got it one time, and I think I hit it right before the cannon went off. But if you... Mm-hmm. It's it's not super intuitive, because <laughs> you have to get literally un, like in between his legs. But if you can get mm-hmm. a combo off before the bazooka fires, you'll you'll get a stun. You obviously do more damage, etc., etc., etc. But yeah, you don't want to... It's... it's it's hard because you're my brain. This might be just be me. My brain says don't go into it because you'll get damaged. But also, if you try to do the combo in the front of it, you will most likely get shot in the face. So it's a yeah. it's a it's a true mix up. <laughs> yeah. Um. At some point, it'll start summoning shadows. I believe. Um. Oh. But yeah, I'm not. I didn't hit any this time. At not least. too complicated. Yeah. Um. The only hard part of that was just the game like weirdly auto targets, so I would start hitting them instead of the boss, and I was like, it only has like three HP left. Like, let me just finish it. <laughs> uh, eventually, I prevailed. Yay! Nice, nice. So, yeah, we finally saved the world, um, and yeah, we get our grade, and then. We get the Wishing Star Keyblade chip, which is, yeah, (laughs) weird. It's weird for the Wishing Star to be the first new Keyblade, because no one has ever used that Keyblade in the history of Kingdom Hearts ever. (laughs) Um, Now it's kind of like the default. So I haven't actually played around with it yet, but based on what we discussed and what the game explained, it just <laughs> can't explain. Um, it just gives you a new sort of path for like the overclocking. Yes. Um, so I haven't explored with that too much, but 
seems yeah, cool, I guess. I yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't gotten Master Engine Wonderland yet, but I looked up the stats to see what the for difference was besides the the overclock tree. And I think the only other statistic I can think of, aside from the fact that each Keyblade in this game, you get X amount of kills, you'll get a level up, is the length, I believe. But we'll uh, talk more about that Mm. as it becomes more relevant. But yeah, aside from the overclock gauge um, tree and getting more as the Keyblade levels up, it looks like it's only length right now, so I'm not sure if power or magic will ever be affected by the Keyblade in this run. Right. Yeah. I didn't get that impression, just because there's so many other ways to alter those stats. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play around with it. Um. So yeah, we exit the keyhole, and oh, there's still blocks around, oh, but then Mickey's <laughs> like, oh yeah, you, you know that, that, that keyblade you got there uh and you see that keyhole uh, come on i know you can do it kid put two and two together there you go you gotta seal the keyhole there you go um so yeah Yeah. they like make this big show of it for some reason (laughs) (laughs) well um i I wrote down this time uh well one it it is kind of weird to see the visualization of sora cracking the keyhole essentially twice because the first time puts you in the boss instance yeah the second time yeah, yeah. Rid, Rid does rid the world and i did make a note that uh in true destiny islands fashion he gets just yeeted into the oblivion so last time mm-hmm. after the keyhole it did nothing he didn't get the chance to clear it the mickey and the guys were like it looks like destiny islands is now clear so he hasn't seen right, his visualization yeah. until right now and also mickey does like it's you you have the power sora don't you forget yeah, that? I think, I think that's why it was weird to me. Because, like, yeah, obviously they're trying to, like, you know, make the keyhole, like, the the, the bow on top, like Kingdom Hearts 1, where that's yeah. the last thing you do. You seal it. The world's good. Like, that all makes sense. But, yeah, they, like, they go back to that well twice. Because, yeah, you also have to, like, yeah, like, unlock it to enter it for the boss fight. So... It was just weird to me when he was like, oh, should I seal this? Because I'm like, well, you already did that. Like, you know yeah. that you're supposed to do a thing to the keyhole. Just just do the thing again that you already yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is what I referenced earlier in the show, that Datasora, he sees the keyhole. He's like, if I go in there, I know some shit's going to go down. So he has that recollection yeah. very easily. But yeah, he does pop out and be like, well, should be fair, isn't he? <laughs> to his own degree. He's like, oh, well, I haven't seen this before. And do I do the thing again? Yeah. Question mark? Kind of comes up but yeah i think um i was kind of just like shower thoughts essentially before we started recording if there was a better way to show that the first keyhole the first instance of it is just the glitch that's happening in this area uh, yeah, and then yeah maybe the second one will be the definitive like the keyhole we recognize i wasn't sure if you should make the first one like a corrupted keyhole right. or like a big back door essentially that becomes a keyhole but yeah, I think in the yeah. long run there pro- there could have been a better visualization of it because we were also confused a little bit. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Exactly. One, of one weird little quirk, where it's like, hmm. Um, but yeah, we do the thing, and Travis Town is saved, and then, um. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happens to Data Sora at this point, because we just <laughs> cut back to Disney Castle, 
And they're like, yay, Travis Town's all better. And Sora still wants to find out who the black coat is. Mm-hmm. Um, but meanwhile, we get a new journal entry. Yay. Which, again, they're like double dipping, right? Because they're like, the journal's updating. Which then shows an FMV of... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 cutscene, which I always think this is funny when movies do that, where it's like a memory, but it's just the footage of the thing that happened. And it's like, <laughs> so you're telling me in universe, like, this is exactly how it happened. Like, someone staged this shot and had these exact camera zooms and everything. Uh, <laughs> but all this to say, it's the scene of the gang first meeting in Traverse Town, the third district. But wait, there's more. If you if you look in the background, there's a little Pluto cameo. Whoa! This time the camera follows him, and yeah, it just shows him uh, wandering into a um, a dark corridor, <laughs> which is like okay. I mean, I guess that's intriguing but also like we knew that (laughs) like that's kind of the whole thing pluto does so like yeah yeah. you gave us uh... something but it wasn't a lot (laughs) yeah i had to dig for this one a little bit and i was like obviously so in kingdom Hearts one pluto is with dawn and goofy at the castle comes to traverse town licks sora and then doesn't appear until the end of the game uh, in yep. the end, literally in the in the ending when they run off into the sunset, and so yeah. So I guess maybe this is them explaining here's why he disappeared forever and why. Yes. So yeah, no the, one cared. It was this visualization, and then I dug into it a little deeper because I was just generally curious. It, it specifies, and this is an Ultimania thing, so I won't go into any significant Ooh. detail. But yeah, it says that when they're all look at us, we're friends, and also it, it is kind of um. When Pluto wakes Sora the first time in Traverse Town, he detects Mickey's presence. That's why he run, runs off. So I don't know how the Dark Corridor right. actually shows up. But at this point, Mickey has got his... I mean, he's literally wandering the realm of darkness for the Kingdom uh. PD. So it, it's just a way to visualize Pluto finding him. But how the Corridor kind of pops up is something I'm sure Kingdom Hearts fans will be debating for the next 20 years. But... I'm not going right. to think too much about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, supposedly it's him just uh, tracking yeah. down Mickey. And, which is also how really he gets the letter for the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 as well. Which... We still don't know what that letter is. Yeah, it's going to break my brain a little bit, but I'm going to just hand wipe it and move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, so this obviously ties onto what we were discussing last episode, where we saw Riku on the destroyed island, and I was mm-hmm. questioning, okay, is this really happening, or is this just like a data visualization? But this seems to confirm to me that, yes, these are never-before-seen real-life events in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Oh, it's filling in the gaps but again it does bring into question how does the journal which is just a book that jimmy wrote in (laughs) how does it have the capacity to know that this happened when no one was around to witness it (laughs) 
It's a very good question. I mm. I don't know. Magic something something. Because my, my initial thought, the way it just kind of works in my mind, which also doesn't really, it doesn't explain every avenue. Um, it's also literally just a book with pages in it. But the the journal is present during all of the events. But yeah, the fact of how it is showing these things that we, the audience, and also the characters have never seen before, raises a million eyebrows. <laughs> Maybe it's like a super advanced AI, right? And like, because they're, I'm pretty sure there's a journal entry for Pluto in Kingdom Hearts One. Like, he's a character that you can mm-hmm. read about. So, like, we know Pluto exists. <laughs> and there's a Mickey entry, too, although it's just a question mark. So maybe what the journal does, and maybe specifically when it's datafied, right, mm. is maybe it, like, draws all these links between all of the, like entries so it like connects mickey's memories with pluto's memories to like show us here's what really happened in the real world and like synthesize it with like jimmy like recounting like what happened in traverse town and then Mm -hmm. presumably what happened at the very end when we next see pluto and it's able to like determine based on these sequences of events here's how pluto disappeared it's definitely not just a cheap retcon because I decided this was important suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, uh, it it does give me Mickey losing his shirt in a uh, 0.2 vibes. Yes, bit. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like, oh, this was the critical puzzle piece that was missing from the plot this entire time. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious because now... You know, we're in Wonderland next episode, and then Disney World's after that. I'm curious what these other little, um, you know, deleted scenes will be, um, and how much more in depth they'll go. I think there's That's one true. I know of that happens in Traverse Town, but maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it makes, I'm interested to see where it goes because all this to say, I know that. The whole idea of, like, the datascape becomes really important in later games, and it's actually, like, incredibly powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's, it's very funny what the datascape yeah. has uh, evolved to contextually yeah. in the universe after this was just basically, <laughs> what if we turned the Star Journal into data so we could analyze it? Yep, 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 yeah, it's truly Pandora's box. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We cut back to the gang, and they're they're interrupted by some heartless and Disney Castle. But that's impossible. What about the cornerstone of light? Ah! <laughs> and then, yeah, this is when Night of Fate plays, which I thought was yes. really out of place. But Mickey says, "Don't worry, I'll save you." And he whips out his keyblade and fights them off and interesting to note he uses the star seeker keyblade which we love to see yes um and yeah so obviously in kingdom hearts 2 he uses kingdom key d um 
Birth by Sleep came out before this game, so we all we saw him using Star Seeker in that game. So I'm trying to think like what prompted him to switch back, and I guess it's just this idea that well, I, I've done my duties. I don't need this Keyblade anymore because the worlds are saved. Yeah. But then I'm thinking, okay, when the next time we see him, what Keyblade is he using? And I, I think because I think. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. He uses it in Dream Drop Distance. He does. I, I literally have the... <laughs> I don't remember. Does he use Star Seeker or Kingdom Key D? I think it's Kingdom Key D. He uses Kingdom Key D in the um, the one... So he switches uh, back. Yes, he does. So it seems like... Why? He... <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my God. Please cut that out. Or not. But, yeah, it seems like, theoretically, no, we'll Kingdom Key D comes out when needed so like here oh they're just some little dumb heartless we're theoretically at our journeys our big journey's end um but the end of coda mm-hmm. kind of kicks off the rest of the xehanort saga um mm-hmm. hence the letter obviously but yeah it seems that i think this might be the only instance aside from birth by sleep that he and because he doesn't have it in that game obviously where it's kind of like yeah. threat assessment essentially where Mickey's like, okay, I'm not trying to save the world. I'm trying to beat up three shadows in a corner and then figure out what the hell is going on right uh, now. Okay. Interesting. Or maybe they they have abilities that, you know, one's more suited for different scenarios. Although, Star Seeker's just air combo plus. I don't even think he used an air combo in this cutscene. <laughs> so, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah. They realize, wait a minute, we're locked in here. Oh, no. Mm, how strange, how peculiar. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, then the journal closes with one final tease, and it gives us a new page. Um, and they decide, well, I guess all we can do is keep helping Datasaur, and look at that, he's reached a new world, which, again, I'm like, okay, what what does that mean? Like, is it like Timmy Turner, uh, surfing through the internet? Oh my god, why why are you making a Channel Chasers (laughs) reference in the Lord's Year of 2024? No, not Channel Chasers, that's completely different. I'm talking about the Information Stupor Highway special. Oh god damn it, I hate you. He's riding the email through all the different (laughs) internet channels. Might Um, be. Yeah, they don't really acknowledge it. He's just there now. World travel is very non-existent. <laughs> it just it just kind of happens because no no days yeah. days they literally use dark orders so that's an, that's an easy hand mm-hmm. wipe. Don't think about it. Whereas this one, the sword just keeps going from world to world. So I'm not. Mm, yep. We'll figure it out. Maybe maybe not. Who yeah. knows? The only reason that I like even call any attention to it is because the game very specifically says, "Look, he's reached the next world," as if it's like. Like a feat. Like, oh, look, he did something. So I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, What is it? You could just assume he was going to get to the next world. Like, why are you acting like, oh, okay, cool. Let's keep watching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he arrives in Wonderland. And the game very annoyingly throws, throws you into 
a bit of a protracted scene with Alice and then a scripted fight and then another scene with the Chester cat who then explains the plot of the world and the new gimmick. And I'm like, can I just save, please? No. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to get into all this. Um, so yeah, yeah. and there I actually even got that because I literally did that, closed my 3ds and put it on the charger. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Um, but yeah, the journal reveals its final page, which is the new line, undo the hurt to unbar the way, which is basically the same as the last message. So, okay, cool. I'm really, I'm really glued to my seat here, journal. I can feel all these kernels of milk knowledge that you're ready to pop for us (laughs) Uh, but yeah there we have it another world down woohoo it's happening (laughs) yeah it seems like the plot is officially running um so yeah next week we'll see um yeah, what sort of vibes that Disney World has. I'm curious to see what happens. Um, but, yeah. No, so far, yeah, it's still having a, a good time. I think the platforming... Yeah, it's just striking me just how much platforming is in this game versus basically mm-hmm. any other in the series. So that's yes. kind of fun, even if sometimes it's a little janky. And then, yeah, I like... I like what's happening with like the command system and everything and the the CPU matrix. Um so yeah, it's 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 fun. But yeah, I'm hoping the tutorials will kinda chill out now, slash there won't be as much backtracking because yeah, definitely in Traverse Town. Like the second half I started feeling a little fatigued, like okay, like we're kinda spinning our wheels here. So yeah. We shall see. We will. Alright, people, good people of the internet. That wraps it for this week. So we hope you enjoyed listening and we hope you're having fun if you're playing along. Um, yeah. <laughs> this one's a little bit shorter. So we're... We're kind of burning through it because pretty soon we'll be halfway through, which is weird to think about. Um, yeah, well, at least that worldwide, definitely. Um, yeah. Like, we had talked about this prior to the show as part of our planning, obviously, but we were debating, or at least Kevin was like, how long is game? Because, yeah, there's only five mm. or six worlds total, honestly, so... Yeah. Uh, spoiler yeah. alert, the back half just gets pretty heavy and doesn't really go into worlds per se uh but yeah in terms of content structure wise uh yeah we're kind of almost halfway there (laughs) which is so funny to see because this is literally just episode two of this season so uh (laughs) yeah it's uh it's interesting yeah but we'll have fun along the way exactly yeah Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Down the the rabbit hole we go. (laughs) Remember how in Kingdom Hearts 1, they had that, the the song that plays at the start of Wonderland that never comes up again. I think it's literally called Down the Rabbit Hole. 
and I think it's just so. like the little percussion beat and yeah i'll just say i wonder if they'll bring that back <laughs> probably not it they, like they could but would they <laughs> yeah. well i mean they're definitely not shy about using music in inappropriate places so yeah maybe maybe it will hmm. i'll just have to wait and see how's how's that for a little uh oh, for you <laughs> yes but aside from that thank you for your listening you can always find the show at kingdom heart or khbh podcast on most social media platforms and the email is they at exact reference but just at gmail.com and you can always yeah. do a little subscribity doobity through the show link on any platform it should bring you to our website and you can any platform link. except Google Podcasts because that is unfortunately closing. And oh, is I'm, it? I'm just, oh no! I I'm just, just checked this literally grapes. two weeks ago. No. Yeah. Um. No, that's the platform I use for all my podcasting, and I haven't checked like our stats in a while. But I know like most people listen through Spotify. Yeah. So you're good there, but. I... I can't do it. I can't listen on Spotify. I just, I don't like the way their podcast UI works. Cause like, I can't like easily <laughs> jump back and forth between podcasts. Like I can't pick up an episode mid listen. It's like way too cumbersome to like find that. Whereas with Google, I just hit history and it'll just show me everything recently played. And then I can just pick it up right where I left off. And like, Oh wow. I don't know. Maybe it's, like, my headphones keep playing, but, like, I keep finding on Spotify, like, a podcast will just keep playing after, like, I've stopped listening for the day. So then when I get back to it, it's just done, and I have no idea where I left off, and I'm like, cool. So I'm going through a bit of an adjustment period. Um, So if anyone has recommendations for their podcast streaming sites... Let me know, or like hacks to make Spotify podcasts work better. <laughs> um, it's a very, very trying time for me. So your support Obviously. with all those things are greatly appreciated. Exactly. And we thank you for listening to ours in yes. spite of such technical hurdles. <laughs> yes, the show will keep going on whether you give money or not. But it's uh, it's always nice. It always it's a lot of motivation for us. It helps us pay for. A lot of things that go into the show, whether it be equipment on somebody's yeah. end or like a, like our logo that we got done last year, stuff like that. So doing that all out of the pocket yeah. of the show is always nice and reminds us that we, people like us for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very validating um, and motivates us to bring our A-game each episode, which is, I know is, is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> obviously oh uh, boy uh but yeah if you if you stuck around this long then yeah especially thanks to you because we're just rambling at this point just a uh, little bit but yeah have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time everybody oh wait i don't remember what we decided but i think this is coming out either on or like very close to our anniversary Ooh, look at that um, yeah episode so. one should come out we haven't discussed the exact oh, okay. date but clo- well yeah, yeah yeah 601 should come out closer but they'll both be basically surrounding the anniversary so close enough basically the yeah. same thing yeah.
maybe maybe we should chat a little bit about that next episode when presumably people are still listening. But yeah, <laughs> three years and going strong. I think Woo! it's three years, right? Yeah, three, three years. years. It's 20, 20, it's hard. It's hard to remember sometimes. All I my my main way of knowing is it came out after Melody of Memory because that is the podcast description. Um, and Melody of Memory was twenty end of twenty twenty. So yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. twenty twenty. It was. Look at that. We cracked the code, kiddos. The recode, if you will. And that. Bid you farewell. I'm tired of talking. <laughs> Bye now. Bye-bye. Get out of here.